0: This is The Gum Guru with Dr. Makin Singletary from North Raleigh Periodontics. This is a show about keeping your teeth and gums healthy and how a healthy smile affects your overall health. Today's episode is called The Amazing Laser, How It's Helping
1: Periodontal Patients. Welcome to The Gum Guru. I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Macon Singletary. We thank you so much for joining us again for this episode. We've got a wonderful show lined up today. As you heard, we're going to be talking about The Amazing Laser and how it's helping periodontal patients. Dr. Singletary, how are you doing? Good to see you as always.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jason. Doing better than I deserve, you know. We're blessed.
1: That's always <laughs> a good position to be in. So let's start with this laser. This is always exciting. Technology has always seemed to be advancing. Tell us what we need to know about this.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, the laser technology is just phenomenal. In the medical field, it's really expanding. And of course, they use it in medicine for eyes and skin and and in dentistry, there's lasers for soft tissue and, and hard tissue. Sometimes I feel like Luke Skywalker. I got two sets of lasers. I mean, <laughs> in my practice in the periodontal field, the regeneration aspect of using lasers is, is just exploding and used correctly.
1: Tell us a little bit more about this and, and who it's for, how it can be used, because. As a patient, it certainly sounds intriguing.
2: Yes, yeah, definitely. The um, you have the erbium chromium YSGG laser tip and the Nd:YAG, the two uh, major tips. Different elements that put out a certain wavelength of light that absorbs in soft tissue. And one, the erbium chromium, more water soluble, and the Nd:YAG more associated with uh, the red zone or or blood, but uh, both laser tips and uh, wavelengths are used uh, in Perio for bone growth regeneration therapy. We can use it for in soft tissue grafting to prepare the beds and implant repair, the uh, ability for us to take alien implants and repair them, recover them, bring them back to life has really exploded. And it's great because it's light and water to me, it's more natural and more stimulating to bone growth, epithelial growth, and it's not as sore. Patients afterwards heal faster.
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to date you here at all, but how does this compare to having this tool available to when it wasn't available to you in your practice? Well, it's
2: amazing. The The regeneration capacity is more significant. It's more potent and it heals faster. Patients are less sore. So procedures that I would do 20 years ago a major access to root surfaces and things, here we do it, and we call it minimally invasive laser-assisted procedure, or my lab. And it's just, we don't have to pull the tissue back, and therefore the patient's not sore, they heal quicker. In most cases, it makes the procedure go faster, some cases it does slow me down a little bit because the light is not, when you go into hard tissue, doesn't um, penetrate as deep and it and doesn't work as quick as a burr would, but it's kinder.
1: As a patient, I like the sound of that. That sounds good to me. Yeah. And speaking of patients, how do we know if we're someone who is a candidate to have this used as a form of treatment?
2: Well, if you are a general dentist, the, the NDAG or the uh, that laser tip can actually remove decay tooth structure. And it just depends on the operator and their comfort zone with using the laser in their practice. In soft tissue, uh, in perio, it's an option. The traditional way is not bad, but the ability to take a naphthous ulcer and help it heal quicker, we can use the laser for that. Or even a a fever blister on the lip. We can use the laser also to help with sleep apnea. Night lasers form of treating the back of the throat, and using that technology to help uh, tighten up the collagen fibers in the back of the throat, lift the soft palate up, and it opens the airway. And the uh, the AHI score or sleep apnea scores start to go down because they can breathe better. So it really is up to the operator. It is an investment. But once you get used to using it, the comfort zone goes up quickly. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit more about
1: night lays. And we've got Mitchell here in the studio, your son. I want to talk to him in just a bit too. But for night lays, what is the treatment outlook (coughs) Look like that. If I'm a patient and I'm interested, maybe I've uh, had some experience with sleep apnea, and it's something that I'm concerned about, and maybe want to have a chance to have that alleviated. What does
2: the treatment look like? Well, first of all, we get a a sleep study, and we send it to a sleep doctor, and they sign off on it. We've determined the apnea hypopnea index score, or the uh, how many times a person stops breathing in an hour, and if, if it can be mild, moderate, or severe. But once we determine that, you know, then we try to fit the treatment for the patient. But uh, night lase is a non-invasive way of doing this, and, and it's stimulating the collagen synthesis by the light. It takes a little bit longer it's because you have to go and uh, it's predicated upon collagen growing and the synthesis, collagen synthesis. So younger people uh, react quickly, as was with Mitchell. Older people, it takes a little bit longer, but generally – the uh, process is you know, the first session takes about 20 minutes, and we do it three weeks apart. And generally three visits should do it, three 21-day segments. We add a fourth if we don't feel like we got enough of a result, and particularly uh, older people, we don't charge extra for that, we just do it. If not uncomfortable, maybe a little bit of heat, just tell the patient drink a lot of water and supplement, and uh, it's, it's added another dimension to sleep apnea treatment that um, patients have been pretty happy with it.
1: Well, Mitchell, I want to go ahead and
2: bring you on here. Thanks so much for coming on
1: the show here. Now, we're, we're talking about night lays. How did you know that this was something that you were a candidate for?
0: I actually, well, I wasn't getting very good quality sleep to begin with. And this was when I was in college. And so that was something that was kind of important to me. But they gave me one of those sleep home tests. And apparently, I don't remember any of the numbers, but I wasn't sleeping very well. So I was a candidate for night lays. And um, according to one of the people in our office, I was hyper responsive. So it was really helpful for me.
1: Excellent, and now your dad has told the story here of how uh, it it took some, I guess, convincing, maybe some video evidence from your mom, to uh, have him pursue uh, the sleep apnea route and make sure that he got tested. Were you resistant at all to the idea that sleep apnea may be a problem for you, or was the feeling tired and fatigued enough to say, "All right, I, there's no harm in this. Let me just get it checked out."
0: The feeling um, that I was being t- that I was tired and fatigued throughout the day made me want to get the test, and then after seeing the- results, I was like, this is something I definitely need to do.
1: And were you told that you snore at all, or was it just you were noticing the the fatigue?
0: I did snore a lot. Um, I was noticing the fatigue, and apparently, like, throughout the night, I would stop breathing for, like, a few seconds or maybe even up to a minute at a time, which is scary. So That
1: is really scary. And I can imagine that sitting in that chair for the first time and this laser technology, while it it sounds great, you know, maybe there still could be some anxiety there. Were were you nervous at all with that or just sort of happy to have a treatment solution available to you pretty quickly?
0: Well, both of those, I was happy that um, I could get it done, but I mean, it is a laser. So I was like, they're putting a laser in my mouth. I was scared that it was going to be like painful or anything, but it really wasn't. It was almost like if you were to run a toothpick on the inside of your cheek, that's like the most level of discomfort I had.
1: Wonderful, and that for both sessions, that's, that's the sensation that you felt?
0: Yep, yeah.
1: Well, cool. Well, Mitchell, thanks so much for sharing your side of the story. And Dr. Singletary, you know, I I can't think of a a better testament than your own son being able to use this treatment. And it's wonderful, as you said, for a young person, because it seems like if if you're hyper-responsive, then... You don't have to go through as many sessions.
2: Well, that and plus, this was something we did for him while he was in college. Obviously, we want his attention level and not him fall asleep in the middle of the class. That was sort of another ulterior motive on my part to see if we could get this thing going for him. So he responded pretty quickly. Young people do. Older people respond too, but it takes maybe a couple more sessions to to get the collagen to synthesize and rev up a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's a wonderful treatment option, and as Mitchell said, relatively painless as well. It just felt like a toothpick on the back of his throat. I mean, uh, I would think that's kind of hard to describe, but knowing that it's not something – That you're going to be dealing with any sort of sort of pain, I I would imagine. After that first session, your patients are excited for the next one.
2: They are, tell you the truth. And then, you know, I sort of vary the the the, we do it in pulses, and so I always get a feel from the patient how sensitive they are, so I can shorten the pulses up. You know, and if they, and, and it seems like the more sessions we go through, the number of pulses go up to the maximum level. Um, so I, I, I'm very sensitive to the patient's demeanor, and if they're uncomfortable, I'll back off a little bit. But the technology is phenomenal, not just in, in perio, but, you know, in dermatology, medicine. You know, the laser technology is just e- exploding. I kid my, my patients. I tell them, you know, when we go through regeneration therapy, I'm going to get them a T-shirt that has a lightning bolt on. It says, I've been lazed by North Raleigh Perio. <laughs> <laughs> you should do
1: that. I would wear that shirt. That's that's cool. Uh, well, what do we need to know for our action statement? We always leave with something that we can do on our own to make sure that we're doing our best to take care of our health? What should we leave here knowing, Dr. Singletary?
2: Yeah, I think the best thing to do is that whenever you go to a healthcare provider, you know, ask them, you know, what, what's the latest technology that they have? And, you know, particularly, you know, in dentistry, um, if they're going in for a, a surgical procedure, you know, is, is there a laser availability? Uh, it's not too prevalent in dentistry, but it's more and more people are using it. And more uh, surgeons are periodontists particularly. And so it's just a matter of asking and, and, and getting second opinions.
1: Well, before we head out today, I just want to have you remind us of all the applications of the lasers that you have at your disposal. I know we talked a lot about nightlase, but I uh, just want to quickly review other applications that are
2: available. Sure, sure. So with the two different tips of lasers is you know, there's bone regeneration, implant repair, soft tissue grafting, we can use it it speeds up the healing particularly where we if we use donor tissue from the palate and we do a laser bandage in that area the heat makes it heal quicker Aphthous ulcers in, inside the cheek under the tongue or fever blisters and we can use for other aesthetic procedures like what we call lip laze or smooth raises which is inside I can't go outside but um, stay inside the lip and, in, and up under the lip. And so it can help stimulate collagen synthesis in that area. So it's, it's a pretty wide range of applications. It just varies for person to person. Gingivectomies, removing extra gingival tissue. We call it aesthetic contouring. When somebody has a, a gummy smile, So, and it makes it nice and heals quicker.
1: Wonderful. And as we said in our action step, ask around. It doesn't hurt to ask any questions or you can find more information. Go ask Dr. Singletary at North Raleigh Periodontics. Well, that will do it for us today. On behalf of Dr. Macon Singletary, I'm Jason Kong, and you have been listening to The Gum Guru.
0: If you would like to know more about ways to make sure your smile is healthy or more information on any of the treatments in today's discussion, check out their website at NorthRaleighPerio.com. If you have other questions you'd like to have answered on the Gum Guru podcast, send them to contact at NorthRaleighPerio.com.